Hey everyone, it's Marilyn Lori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I told you I wasn't going to do it, so I'm not going to do it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to listen to the last two episodes, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, in this episode, you are in for an incredible ride with my special guest, Jenny Lynn. I adore Jenny Lynn. So um, you're going to go in in a minute. I'm going to talk to you about a couple of things and you're going to go uh, hear a little music and go into this great interview with Jenny Lynn. Um, but before you do that, if you're interested and you like what you hear, she was a teacher. Uh, she is a teacher in Membership for Your Soul. She did a great class on hypnosis. She's just an incredible hypnosis. Um, you will find out how to uh, learn more about her in that episode, as well as I'm sure in the show notes, there will be information on how to find Jenny Lynn. But um, you can come to membershipforyoursoul.com. Go to membershipforyoursoul.com and come join us. If you're unsure if Membership for Your Soul is for you or not, just email us at care at marilynalori.com. And I promise you, we will be honest with you about whether it's right for you or not. Okay. So uh, go check that out, membershipforyoursoul.com. And I'm trying to feel if I have any tidbits or any information for you. I do want to do an episode about my dead ex-boyfriend. So that's going to be coming down the pike. And I am going to entitle it Dead Ex-Boyfriends because I'm finally at the point where I could tell that story. And uh, I don't think there's anything else. They're showing me the window blinds in my room. So they're asking you to pull the cord and let the sun in and smile today and know that you are loved and that everything is information and everything is teaching you and to not give up on your dreams, not give up on everything that you desire in your life, but surrender that I know is a tricky one. People are like, how do I surrender? Let me tell you how to surrender. It's all trust. You have to trust that whatever you believe in, whether it's God, universe, your higher self, you mainly have to believe in yourself, has got your back and that they have something even greater than you can even imagine and visualize, that's trust. When you get there, you can surrender. So I can have a vision, I can have a goal, I can have an intention of something I wanna go for, but I surrender it, baby, because I know what they have for me is so much more magical than I have in my own thinking brain right now. So I let them show me the magical way. All right, guys, I know you're gonna enjoy this interview, so have fun with it, and I will see you. Uh, no, I always say that. Um, I will hear you. No, you will hear me on the other side and not the other side of the, you know, in this dimension, right? Okay, you get it. So you'll hear a little music, you'll hear the interview, and then you'll hear a little music again, and there will be an outro. I don't even know if that's a word. I think it is, right? I think it is. All right, guys, I'll talk to you on the other side. And uh, just one sec, we're going to make sure everybody's live on Facebook before we start this delicious conversation. Yeah, I can't wait. Mm, me either. It's kind of nice to be able to uh, interview you after I know you so well. So it just makes it so great because a lot of the guest speakers, I don't know, Laura brings them on and she does a great job. Um, okay, we are live. Here okay. <laughs> Welcome to this incredible interview. Jenny Lynn is, um, Jenny Lynn, how do you say your last name? Zuchkat, but you can call me JT for English people. It's easier. Jenny Lynn is can, uh, French Canadian, right? Is that the proper way of saying yes, it? Proper sure. way to say it. <laughs> All right. So you're going to, I'm going to read you her bio in a second. This Jenny Lynn is doing the uh, class 
this month in membership for your soul and the class is all about um we can all change our beliefs and therefore change our lives and i'm super excited about this jenny i know jenny lynn very well she's in my community we've worked together and i'm always super impressed by who she is how she shows up how she transforms people's lives with her work she's a hypnotherapist but she's so much more than that because she has this incredibly rich life experience. She's super smart, very intuitive, very gifted as well, like clairvoyant and a lot of other intuitive gifts that coming forward with her that, that she possesses. So she could clearly see things that are standing in people's ways and help them to transform their life very quickly. And she has a huge amount of success. She's got an incredible podcast. What's the name of your podcast? It's Just the Belief. Just the Belief? It's just a belief. Yeah, just a belief. It's just a belief. And we're going to be talking about beliefs and it's super important. So I wonder yeah. just, uh, I wanted to give you a little intro because I know her really well and my membership community knows her well too. Yes. Um, and if you're interested in joining Membership for Your Soul, you can go to membershipforyoursoul.com. So you could come into this really exciting class or you can email us at info at and ask for more information. But Jenny Lynn, and I'm not going to say her last name, JT, the English <laughs> JT. people. <laughs> she is can you tell me what these abbreviations are the c i h y p a c c and r t t uh clinical hypnotherapist associated certified coach by the icf um international coaching federation and uh rtt rapid transformational therapist approved yeah so love it so she was in a former executive who made the leap from the corporate world to become a clinical hypnotherapist uh, licensed RTT therapist, ICF certified coach and hypno coach. So it was all in the bio and I should have read it. And then I would have known she's, okay. developed, <laughs> she's developed a results driven approach to life and career transitions, leveraging her radical transformation, professional expertise, and numerous certifications and credentials to offer one-on-one -on -one hypno coaching and group programs. Her group program is incredible. If you want to reach Jenny Lynn, um, on your own and just find out more for her, where could they reach you, Jenny Lynn? Uh, simply on my website, ifnocoach.ca, really easy, or jt at ifnocoach.ca. Okay, so it's hypnocoach.ca, H-Y-P-N-O-C-O-H-C-H.ca. Um, she hosts the podcast, It's Just a Belief, and is the founder of HypnoCoach and is the co-founder of Queen Bee, which promotes a holistic approach to self-care. Welcome, Jenny Linz in Thank the house. <laughs> I'm so, super excited to be here. I got to say, I, got, I have butterflies. <laughs> I know. Me too. I'm so excited you're here. And I know we're going to have way too much to cover. So what the beautiful thing about this is, besides the fact that you've done the class for membership, is that membership gets to have a special... Uh, conversation with Jenny Lynn. So she's going to be doing a special Q&A with them. Before I get into the questions about beliefs, which I really want to dive into, and 2022 is the perfect time to do this, what I want you to talk about is um, why you left your corporate career and began doing this work. Because so many of my students, my community is looking to do the same thing. So I want to know what happened there and what made you make that transition. So I was already a coach um, and one day in June, six years ago, I, I came back from a business trip. I was exhausted and I said to a friend of mine, Jose Shwawi is now an Ayurvedic doctor. I said, you know what? I want to go on vacation, but I don't want to come back and be tired. 
And she said, go to the ashram in the Bahamas and, you know, try this experience. At the time I already had an alcohol problem, um, but, you know, so a week without alcohol was already a big thing for me. So, but I, I went, I came back and then this is when I lost my job. So what happened is there was a big reorg. I was an executive. There was a big reorg. They let me go. I found myself with this big package a year in front of me. And this is when I did this really, my alcohol problem kind of went like this because I had time, right? <laughs> and at one point it became too much. So I'm going to stop you for a second, just so yes. you know, this is going to be on our podcast too. So when she said, it, so her alcohol problem increased and, um, and she went diving down is what she's basically yes. saying with her hand gestures. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> and you okay, sound a little sure. low to me. Does, can everybody on oh, yeah? uh, membership, all my members, can you hear her really well? Let me know in the chat. Thank you. Keep going, honey. I want to hear this story because okay. this is super okay. important. So, so I came back from the Bahamas and then I got this, um, this package and uh, I started to drink earlier and earlier in the day and um, had all a bit of money and time and, and, you know, at one day, so my first red flag is one day my, my stepson got into a big motorcycle accident and it was three o'clock in the afternoon and I get a call and I can't go to the hospital because I've already drank a bottle of wine, but there, everybody, you know, everybody's at the hospital, the father, the mother, the girlfriend. And here I am finding excuses. Oh, there's too many people out there. You know, I could have gone because I was, I was, I could speak, I could walk, but I was so shameful. I knew something was wrong with me. So I didn't want to go and show up there. Right. So, so you are already excited to see, wow, you know, something is going wrong because the people I love the most, I can't attend to because alcohol has taken so much place into my life. And a couple of months later, I get into a fight and an argument with um, a man that I really respect and love. And he says, you know what, Janelyn? Alcohol is taking over your brain and it's no longer fun. And that was the moment where I said, okay, this is, this is, I'm done. I'm done with this. I woke up the next morning and that was it. I never drank since three years and a half. And, um, and this is when I got into hypnotherapy. And hypnotherapy helped me so much. I was able to get rid of fear of abandonment mm. instantly, like instantly, you know, something that I have fought all my life. I thought this would never go away. It was normal, normal to live like that. And that pain in my chest, um, it was gone. And I said, this is too good. This is what I want to do. I was already a coach, but I thought that coaching was good, but take more time and I'm not so patient. And I kind of liked how uh, hypnotherapy was so good. So I found Marissa Pierre, went to LA, got trained, came back and did, started my business. And now it's almost going to be three years. And uh, it's a fantastic. So, you know, I kind of blended my own transformation because I built a model in three steps when I was doing all this. I built a team, action every day, let it sit. We're going to talk more about that, but that's really the model. Um, and, you know, I, I really started my business from scratch, taking my own experience that I just went through, uh, a good transformation, my executive and, you know, experience, my coaching experience, and then put this all together and say, this is what I want to do now. I want to help people uh, 
free themselves uh, from that weight that they think it's normal. And I want to help people have a better human experience. And this is really uh, what I do. Yeah. And what I love about Jenny Lynn, and we're going to, and if you're on the Facebook page, and if you have any questions, by all means, please ask them. I'm going to take a look at it, but we do the Q&A separately. Um, but I just would love to hear what's resonating with you. There's a couple of things I want to just pinpoint right away. Um, one is the, um, when I've, I've worked with Jenny Lynn for a lot, you know, and I know her, and I know you can listen to her case studies on her um, podcasts. And she is such a believer in her work that I know it works. And I also know she has no ego. She really is able to meet the person where they are on the journey and help them to move through things quickly. The other thing I love that what you said, Jenny Lynn, is this opportunity to grow past certain things that have may have been really hard stuff to get past and get over like drinking and like abandonment issues and have this approach where you could have a different type of experience with it and really release it. So I, I love that you said that. And let's talk about what is a belief and how it's formed because was there a belief in you about alcohol? Was there a belief in you about abandonment? Like, did you, were you able to put them together in your own life and say, okay, this is the belief and this is how I need to transform that belief? Absolutely, I love that question. So um, a belief is, is a conclusion that you form mm -hmm. based on either experience or things you've heard. You know, part of it can be conscious. Most of it is really subconscious and you're not really aware of it. But basically it's a conclusion that you form. And then because your brain is trying to keep you safe, it's trying to find ways to confirm this belief and to keep you in that safe place, stuck in that belief, instead of going into venturing into something that you know that you don't know, you're not aware, that's not familiar. So a belief really is something that you believe so strongly and so subconsciously that it, it blinds you from seeing the rest of the world. It's like a pair of glasses. It's mm. like if we force you to have this way to see the world, to see yourself, to see other people, and you're so, so convinced that it's true that it guides, because the sequence is that the belief guides your emotion. And the emotion guides your action and the action guides your life. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you change your belief, you change the emotion, you change the action and you change your life. My belief with alcohol was that I was not enough, was that alcohol made me socially acceptable because I was off socially. I was a bit of a nerd. I was a bit of I felt I couldn't connect with people. So I thought it made me fun acceptable. I thought I was smarter when I was drinking. There's so many beliefs um, attached to that. Yeah. And it's, it's such a, I bring that up one now because people have found through the COVID experience that they've been drinking too much. So we see a, a lot of people waking up to, I don't want to do this any longer, or why am I doing this? And I, I think it's a great one. I'm glad you shared that part of your life because I feel like a lot of people resonate with it and be able to work with someone like you and really change something that maybe has been a monkey on their back for some time. So I wanna talk about like some of the main beliefs in our life, like main family beliefs that really could um, work against us. I love how you explained that everybody, make sure you listen to this interview again, the way she explained belief is emotion, which puts us into action, which creates the life. 
And when you change the belief, you change that domino effect. So what are some of the family beliefs that you find people really struggle with that your work can transform them through? So the three main family of beliefs that we, most of, you know, people who do our kind of work will find is first all that I'm not enough. I'm not competent enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not perfect enough. I'm not this enough. All that I'm not enough, which is a big, big, big part of, um, of, uh, of the people's belief. And then there's the, this is not available to me. Love is not mm. available to me. Abundance is not available to me, whatever, you know, career is not available to me. You know that I know you play a lot in that space, right? Um, and then the third one is I'm so different that I can't connect. I can't connect, I'm different. Um, you know, um, so those three families, what's interesting is I call them, they're kind of the root family belief. Once you kind of start moving them, this is when you really start to see the influence they had on so many areas of your life. So let's say people will come for their career. And the belief that they will find that stuck them in their career is I'm not competent. I'm not good enough. I'm not competent enough. Once they start moving along that belief and they start to feel competent and good, it moves other parts mm -hmm. of their lives as well. So you're not only working on your career, you end up working on your relationship with your parent and your ability to ask for ways, the other stuff, right? That just come, come because you've moved the, the, the limiting belief that was at the root causes of so many um, different uh, aspects of your life. So this is why I like to go. I called it surgical deep. <laughs> I love that. And, and I want, if you, I just love how you said it's a domino effect into all areas of our life because people can get overwhelmed. Like, what do I start with first? Do people ever come to you and go, you know, it, and tell you, do they know exactly where they want to start? Or do you have sometimes like sift through the conversation with them and say, okay, this is the belief that you need to start with. This is where we need to start first. So the thing that I've, after more than 500 sessions now of hypnosis, what I came to realize is that the brilliant mind, subconscious mind gives you the information you need to have in such a beautiful, logical, sensible order. So what we do is we work with, I always say we work with what's big in your face right now. So if what's big in your face right now, it's self-confidence, lack of confidence, if it is you're crying all the time, if it is you're angry all the time, what, whatever it is that's the biggest in your face, we'll start with this. Mm. Even if it's, I don't know where I'm going, we'll mm -hmm. start with this, right? And we'll get the keys. So the subconscious mind will, you, will give you the beliefs which are linked to the keys you need to have in order for you to move forward. And it really works like Russian dolls or peeling the onion. Basically what happens is, is then you get another piece of information, another piece of information, another piece of information. And people always say at the end, wow, I got the big puzzle now. I see how this is all intertwined. I see now how it makes sense. Love that. So I want people to understand that they could come to you and not know exactly what that belief is, but they oh, can yeah. come to you and okay, great. They don't, they don't know what the belief is in 95%. Actually, what's very interesting is they will say with their conscious mind, oh, I know what my belief is, but they don't know how it formed or they know how it formed, but they don't know what the belief is. So they have one part of the information because if they would have the whole puzzle, they wouldn't come and see me. Right. So either they know how it's formed, either they know what the belief is, but they don't have the whole thing. And you need the whole thing to be able to 
unwire and rewire for the new belief. Because in the work that I do, we do the three part. Finding is fine. I mean, once you know what you're going to do with it, if you don't do anything, it's, a, it's mm -hmm. good to know. But I mean, it only can lead you somewhere, right? Some places. So then we undo it and see how this belief is untrue. It's absolutely false. I am competent. It's not true that I'm not competent. Mm -hmm. Once the person really sees it, it's like, wow. I believe this all my life and this is absolutely false, then we rewire and it gets easy to rewire because the person has already had the light bulb moment. So this is really how it works. I love this conversation because you can be a super conscious person. I'm just thinking about myself and I notice some insecurities that come up on the tennis court and I could see how working with someone like you, you could really be able to find what the root cause of that is, what the belief is, and then be able to rewire it. Because I know that that one insecurity is trickling into other areas of my life. Era. And I'm a very conscious person, but it doesn't mean that I have the actual tools always to rewrite it. So working with someone like you is so, so powerful. Most of the time people come to me, they're at seven out of 10, but this that's six, right? It's the seven out of 10 in their life. Like, they, they could go on like this. Like, you know, mm. sometimes they're really stuck. They had four and three, and then we work differently. But most of the time, they're around six and seven. And they could continue like this, right? Or they could just decide that this is enough. They don't want the six or seven. They want to be at nine or 10, or they want to feel very good about themselves, right? And this is really where we can really believe. And if they're at one or two, they need to first have a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or somebody else working alongside with me, but if they're one, two, three, and they can't self-regulate, they can't work with me to start with. They need to really have somebody else. I love that because that shows you that she's got um, the skill set and also her heart in the right place to not just take anyone along. She knows who, where they need to be in order to have them have the transformations they're having, which is great. Um, I want you to talk a little bit more about like, how you've been able to what like how you've been able to really shift people's lives like what are the three steps to help them change and transition and really help them to grow into a new way of being so like when someone comes to you Jenny Lynn how long do they usually work with you for because I know you and I have talked and it's like people get transformed right away so yeah. I just want to talk a little bit more about that so we transform three ways so and then of course so so first uh, I work two ways. So the three to five sessions, people pretty much have what they need. Sometimes we need a six session, but it's quite rare. Or I work on a six months base, which is uh, on, on demand, which is a different program. But so basically what people do is we change three ways. The first way is the spontaneous change. And this is what happened to me when I get I got out of the hypnotherapist and the fear of abandonment was gone. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, where is it? <laughs> like, I was like, this is so unusual to feel like that. Where is it? And I have that all the time. I had a woman that had noise in her head for 12 years. She, she was hearing sound and music all the time. And it disappeared like that. I had a guy who couldn't drive anymore for any, you know, started to drive. Like, like things that are spontaneous. It happens. Um, and then what I say is the person is ready. Like everything is there. The person is ready to take on the life. And then... The transition is to learn to live in a new familiar, in a new self, right? Mm -hmm. And and when it's instantaneous like this, it, it sometimes it's a big leap. It's it's whew. And and sometimes even for people around us, it's very hard to 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 live with. 
The 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 second way is retroactive. We think Wait, oh, I've okay. wasted. I have to take you back okay. to the first way because it's so okay. good. Because you said something really incredible here. Because people change a belief, they they now have a new way of being and living. But now they have to learn how to adapt to that. Yes. And not and it's not so the belief is gone. The van of abandonment is gone. Like or the I can drive now is gone. What does that look like for like? How do you help them get through that? And you don't well, have to give specifics because I want people to learn how to work with you. And plus we have the great class that you're giving membership, but give me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, so sometimes in, our, in those spontaneous things, like we will talk, you know, I, I will stay close to them and we will have a conversation going as they call me tomorrow when you go back to the office and you do this and that, because the person knows that she's going to the office asking for a raise. That's it. <laughs> So I'm going to coach her with my HR hat, my HR career hat, and I will coach the person and she will go and we will work. So it depends on what we do, right? Depends on what the option, but yeah, yeah, there will be, you know, what I find most of the time is there were people that were really on the outer circle that would come closer to you. And then people that were in your inner circle that will go away from you because you just can't live with that. And some people that were in the middle will get closer and the new people will get attracted to you. So the spontaneous change uh, there's an adaptation time. Um, and then sometimes people have to fight the belief that it won't last. Yeah. And, and this, one. <laughs> this, is, this is a second session. So people you have spontaneous change in the first session. The second session is most of the time it won't last. And then it's people around them also trying to feed them. People who are not happy mm-hmm. about the, the change that is happening they can no longer control them they can no longer do this and that with them then they're not happy about this right and they're trying to bring them back to the old tango so then we worked the and i have a great example for that so i have a client who uh had first session ah it was about angriness and then second session wow he shows up and it's that belief the belief is is what's not gonna last this is what i find and the scene is he said janulena my father gave me a hammer at my birthday I said, well, that's fantastic. How long did you get that? How long did you have the hammer for? Is it one day? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is how you form the belief. Things that I love and I'm happy with don't last. Yeah. And that was fantastic because we didn't do it. We had him kept, kept the hammer for a whole year and then all kinds of games that we do under hypnosis to rewire the brain. But that was, that was quite fascinating. Love that. The second way we change is retroactive. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, go to the second okay. one now. Perfect. So the second is retroactive. So retroactive is when you think you've lost your money, you invested all this for nothing and it's all BS and whatever. And then one day you realize, oh my God, I'm not biting my nail. I haven't had a nightmare in a long time. I went dinner for my, with, to my, with my mother and I didn't scream. This happened. Uh, somebody, you know, smashed my car and I didn't react. This is like kind of the retroactive. You don't know when, you don't know how, but you just know you've changed. And that's the most difficult one when you work with somebody uh, because the person thinks, oh, nothing happened. Why is it not happening today? And why is it not changing now, right? But if you let go, one day you wake up and things are there. So that's the retroactive. And then the gradual one is the most common one. It's the one where you see changes every day. You slide back. You go back up, you slide back, you go back up. It's like that tangent is really up high, but you have lessons to learn in changing. You have lessons to learn about the process itself. So, you know, you go leaps. And so in the, 
in the three to five week, uh, sessions we'll do or six session we'll do together, you'll experiment the three type of changes, but for different beliefs and different situations. Do you, through this process, take them into future prospecting? Because I'm assuming it goes there. Do they go into the future self or the future timeline at all? Not really, not really. So what we do is we redo the past. Okay. So that the brain, so that the brain thinks that it really happened. Like somebody, I had a client who couldn't go to her grandmother funeral. It was a big thing. Her grandmother was like her mother almost, and her father didn't want her to go. It was a big thing. We went back under it says replayed the funeral, went to see her grandmother, wrote to oh. her, saw her, kissed her, blah blah blah, healed that kind of uh, scene, and now it's that all the things she had attached to it are done. It's we're never in the future, as you know. We're always in the present, and yeah. the brain always reacts to present programming. So it's a bit different in that perspective. That we go back, repair, we go back, replay, we go back, pretend, and rewire. And because you acquired this new belief, your future will change because yeah. your emotion is changing your action, and of course, your future. I actually love that. I, I that makes perfect sense to me, and then it gives you allows you to really like form a whole new way of living and being in a great way. Um, I want to know a little bit about like your different programs and how you work with people because you just you can see she really knows what she's talking about, and I just want to talk a little bit about this about like what you do so that people really have a great understanding of like if they work privately with you or you have a group program or anything you'd like to share about that. Yes, yeah, so I have a one on one program which is, as you know, the three to five sessions, which is, I would say, the core of the work that I do. Um, and then I have the six months program which is uh, unlimited kind of coaching and and and. Um, it's a blend of coaching and hypnosis, mostly CEOs, entrepreneurs, people who have a small business. Um, this works very well. People really like it. Like a, I have, I have in that group, I have a lot of people who are on the verge of a burnout or on the verge of collapsing. They see the signs. They've been there already. They want to go there again. And they have big responsibilities. And a lot, of, a lot is at stake. And so... This is a uh, very interesting work. I feel like you would do phenomenally well with people who are looking to create a movement or do their own career or bring their spiritual work out into light. And a lot of times there's belief systems under that. Like I can't so do it. I can't get paid for it. That would be an incredible group program for you. Have you worked with, I know you know it so well. Do you work yes. with people who have to break through that belief? Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, actually, I do have a lot of coach. I do have a lot of clients who just out of coaching school. Mm. And then they realize that I got this diploma. Now I need to start a business. Now I need to go and get clients. Now I need to get paid. And I would say half of them end up not being coached in a business. They end up using those skill sets in uh, a different setting and other people are eff effectively starting their business. But yeah, I do that. I have a lot of that. Actually, therapist and coach are also a big part of my clients. Because the thing that's coming up for me as you're talking is you're learning how to really identify with your truth, not with a label that you believe that isn't true. Exactly. Can you and you can redefine, you can redefine yeah. it. Talk, talk a little bit. So I'm going to just, just, I just want to do a little bookend real quick here, just because I want to hear how you would address this. So I had, I'm not going to get into the whole dream or my whole story, but I had a dream the other night 
where I was celebrating selling something and I had immediate family there and aunts and they were like, that's horrible. You didn't do really well. I can't, believe, how are you going to live? And I recognized in the dream, there was a belief system that they didn't believe in me. Therefore, I couldn't believe in myself. You know, and we had different perspectives. So that could really affect how you go out in the life. If, if I'm believing that I'm not worthy because they don't believe in me, I need to redefine that and re-identify with myself. Do you, I don't know if I'm making sense. Do you help? Yes. yes great. Yes. Talk to that. Yeah. So I would say and say, Marilyn, no, how does that make you feel? Good. So you to hear them. How, how does that make you, how does that make you feel to hear them saying that to you? In the dream, it was very disappointing. It was very, um, I felt like I had a fight for my belief system, but I also felt very sad and disappointed and afraid that maybe they were right. Yeah, and I would say, and I'm sad because? Um, I'm sad because, I'm. you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm sad because I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And if that would be true, that would mean that? Hmm, this is good. I wasn't expecting this. Um, if that was true, that would mean I'll never get anywhere in my life. Nothing will ever change. Okay. And, and if this situation was not a dream, but a reality, right? Mm-hmm. You could say, uh, and this is when I started to believe that. Yeah. And, and that dream was obviously representative of yeah. a reality, of course. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so that question? So, you know, and this is when... When all those people told me that, this is when I started to believe that. Yeah, so it's, it feels like it's around acting. Yes, it's definitely around acting and wanting to be an actress and them saying I couldn't be an actress. So therefore, I started believing them over myself. Hmm. And I can see so, the different moments that it happened. Yes. Yeah. So we would go like this, right? And then we would start to play and go back in the dream like if you would be my client would say, I, I had this dream, I would go back in the dream, replay the, the dream differently. And have, have you look at, because they have an opinion of you, it talks mm-hmm. about them, it doesn't talk about you. And mm-hmm. this is something that I really teach very strongly. So whenever people um, go into that, um, whatever other people are gonna think about them is gonna influence the way they will show up in the world. It's really about distancing yourself and understanding that whatever people do, it talks about them. Mm-hmm. It talks about who they are. Mm-hmm. So go back in the dream. And so we would go back in the dream and I would say, okay, let's go back in this dream. And I want you to look at this person at this end. I want you to look at this person. What does that tell you about that person? And this is how you undo the beliefs too. Because you start to see that this is untrue. Mm -hmm. The conclusion you made, the belief you started to form at that time is absolutely false. Um, And this is therefore the opportunity for you to select a new one, the one that you want. And this is when we do the wiring. I love that. That is so great. Um, okay. So before we go into, cause we're going to go into a Q and a in a minute, is there anything that you would love to talk about that I didn't cover because you're such an expertise in this field. And I want to make sure that we are addressing everything that you are. Pa- you, I know you have a lot of passions, but something else that you would like to share with everyone. Yeah, I I think that it's important to know that your own beliefs about change will influence 
your capability to change. Mm. So you really have to be start to be self-aware. And sometimes it's just noting, you know, what do you say currently about change? Oh, it's hard to change when you're older, or you can change those type of thing eventually, or, you know, all the beliefs that you have about change are a hurdle uh, that you need to remove in order to accelerate all the changes that you want in your life. I think this is one thing. The second thing is, is you need a team around you if you want something substantial. Like if you want to change something, you need a team around you of people that will support you, that understand exactly what you're trying to accomplish. And it's gonna, they're going to give you your their best of who they are. And you have that little team around you and you change a team member. You know, I had a in my kitchen, I had a board and I had three columns. And the first one was, what do I need? I need love. I need to eat better because I had 40 pounds overweight at the time. Uh, I need this. I need that. I need Who's going to provide it to me? The trainer, the mesotherapist, the hypnotherapist, this and that. How much it's costing me? And then you have a budget, right? And then you say, okay, maybe for that kind of service, I can take somebody who's starting, who's passionate who's going to cost me less money. And then I can more money into that other because there I need really a high professional. And you just do it like a little project and you action every day. Every day you do something. Even if you rest, you action every day. And once you see that the start, like the belief, the emotion, the action, your life is really starting to change, you can absolutely rest and just enjoy. We just always go for the next mountain, right? And never take the time to consolidate this new thing, this new way of being ourselves. So I always say, take the time to just be the new you for a little while and enjoy the experience. Then you can decide to climb the next mountain or not. That's your choice, right? So I love that. I love what um, the three, I love a lot of what you said that the three things, because a lot of times people are like, I have to change this. I have to change that. I have to change. And they get overwhelmed and then they get stuck. And if you write it out, it's such a great, you do need support, especially when you're doing transformation. We all need yeah. it. It really helps. It also helps to have somebody like you to reflect back our highest truth. So when you struggle seeing your own highest truth and value or whatever it may be. But what I like about the, the things that you list is I could see how you could look at that and you have a budget and you could say, okay, maybe for weight loss, I'll just join a $19 a month program and put the money exactly. in the hypnotherapist, you know? So it's great. And yeah. I agree about the rest thing. I think that that's really good. Have you felt that this work has brought you yourself an incredible amount? What has it brought to you for your own being? Uh, freedom, like mm -hmm. the, the freedom and the distance. Like I don't see people now the same way. Like when I interact with people and I see they're starting to get triggered or frenzy or whatever's happening, I can see it. Uh, it's freedom, light, lightness of being. Uh, that's really, I think, the, the strongest words I could use. Great. I love it. So before we end, um, you can find Jenny Lynn at hypnocoach.ca, hypnocoach.ca. If you're listening to the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. Members, it'll be on her class is um, this month, which is we can all change our beliefs and therefore change our lives. Can you take us through a quick summary of what they're going to get in that class this month? Yes. So in that class this month, there will be um, the, the three steps. There will be also choosing a belief any any belief the first one that comes to mind and uh going through 
10 questions, I've had nine or 10 questions to really see what, how this belief is untrue. Change it and then rewire for a new belief. So we're gonna do all the steps. They have to identify, first understand the three steps, identify a belief, then stress that belief, like ask question to see that this belief is absolutely, a little bit like we did earlier, like see that this belief is absolutely fake, not true. Mm -hmm. And then rewire to the new belief. So we do the whole thing. Great. And that class came out this month, right? In January? I think so, yes. Yeah, I know. I, I don't have it on my notes, but uh, Laura does it. But I know that yes. no matter what, whenever you join membership, that class is then in there, which is great. Jenny Lynn, we're going to go and do a quick Q&A with members. And we have time for about one or two questions. But before we do that, is there anything you would like everyone to know about you? Or is there anything coming up? Or how can we... Um, is there anything else that you would like us to say? And I think well, we're going to just say this real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're in a very, very, very powerful time to do this work right now. Very powerful. So for anybody who's considering working with a hypnotherapist, I definitely support Jenny Lynn completely. I, I, I am very choosy about the people that I bring into my programs. And this is the time to shift that belief and start living the best life yet. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sweetie. What did you want to no. say? It's okay. I was just going to say, I do have a 33 minutes. So people can book, like if they're unsure, they don't know, they want to know more, they can book that 33 minutes call and we can and see, right? If it's for them or not. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say is um, it's never too late. It's always time to change beliefs and change your life. That's really my line. <laughs> Love that. I agree with that. And, you know, she's very good at like talking about addiction and belief behind addiction and addictions can be anything from people, substances, technology, money, food, scarcity, consciousness. So really take in this uh, interview and think about like what area of my life would I like to change? And you can go check out Jenny Lynn at hypno, H-Y-P-N-O, coach c-o-a-c-h dot c-a hypnocoach.ca um anything else jenny lynn otherwise i'm going to stop the live stream and we're going to go into our community go ahead um something you said sorry um, it was about the addiction yeah a lot of people now online ordering ordering online it's crazy so many people are telling me that they're ordering 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 like if you're shopping online has really really increased um, and it's getting that people just shop and they just receive things and they don't even know what they have uh, ordered. It's a good time to start thinking about that. It's uh, with COVID, that's something that has raised a lot. Great, love it. See, things you don't even think about. So check out her website if you think it's somebody you wanna work with and then you can do a free session. Thank you, everyone. I'm gonna stop the live stream and thank you so much. You're so welcome, thank you. Okay, uh, so we are actually, I'm gonna, mm, I don't think I have to pause the recording because they know how to do the podcast part. All right, guys, if you have any questions for Jenny Lynn, I have time for about two questions. Um, you can put it in the chat or you can put it in the Q&A or you can raise your hand um, and let me know if you have any questions. Let me check attendees. And I'm surprised quiet group because that's very unusual in this group <laughs> but and if not then just giving it a minute nobody has questions mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. okay oh, so good. oh yes emily you know emily i didn't that's great i didn't even know you were in membership emily 
you must have joined. It seems like fear of failure. Okay, so Emily, if you have a question, did you raise your hand? You can, yes, I think she did. Hold on, let me see. If not, write it in the chat if that's easier for you guys because you don't know where the Q&A is. Uh, 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 okay, she didn't raise her hand so I don't want to unmute you. Um, so Emily, raise your hand or, cause I don't want to unmute you and put you on if you don't want to talk, if, or you can write it in the chat. I'm looking at the chat. Sandy asked, it seems like fear of failure and fear of success are two sides of the same coin. What is the difference? So if we back, if we go, uh, and see the presenting symptom of fear of failure and fear of success, it's often procrastination. So often people who start procrastinating will have this fear, not all the time, but I think if you're procrastinating, you can, you can, you can see fear of, fear of failure and fear of success can be different um, and they can be the same. So it depends really on the person and the experience that the person had. But they are very similar in terms that they lead to the same place, yeah. which is often inaction or sabotage, um, freeze, reaction, um, and often procrastination will be um, be really um, the presenting symptom of that fear. But not all the time. But often, but it really depends on people. But actually, pretty much the same. Yeah. You know, Sandy, cause I know Sandy, uh, and, um, I feel like I love how Jenny Lynn answered that because I remember struggling between the two, like, is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? And I do believe that like, and you could even, I'd imagine Jenny Lynn hold a belief system in each one that it's still like leading to the same result. It's putting you into inaction or you're not creating what you want to create but there might be a belief system with each one. Isn't there like a fear of failure could have a belief? It depends system. on the situation, right? Somebody mm -hmm. could have the fear of failure because they were ridiculed in class, let's say, mm -hmm. right? So they will have the belief that people will laugh at them and people will diminish them or whatever, right? So it all really depends on how it's formed and what it means. And the, fail, the, the fear of success could have been that their parents were immensely successful and they were not present for them. So they have that sense of emptiness and loss, yeah. which is linked to success. So it all really depends on the story. There's not, so there's not such a thing as you know, one plus one. This is why when we do the work one-on-one, -on -one, we're able to say, okay, this is how my belief formed. It's the same fear, but it formed very differently. Yeah. And that's how it's important to understand. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That's great. So then... Um... Emily asked, and I see Gia, you raised your hand, and then that will probably be it. Uh, two to five sessions on average. What if dealing with all three categories? Does it take longer? It seems you're able and could move rapidly. So she must be asking, like, she's got three different categories she wants to work on, two to five se sessions with you on average. And you, you already kind of said this, that one belief is a domino effect, but she's asking, would it take longer, or can you move through those three Areas. Really depends. Yeah, it depends on the person. I've seen people working those three beliefs within, within three, five sessions. I've seen people needed more time to work on one. It really depends, again, on the, the you know, how intertwined they are and how important he, each of them they are. But it's not impossible. I would put yeah. it that way. So I'm going to share her website again, and you can check it out and have a 30-minute meeting with her to see how yeah. that would work for you. 
Um, great question, though. Yes, um, absolutely. Thank you. Chia, I'm allowing you to talk and then you'll unmute yourself. Hi, Chia. Hello, everyone. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Genevieve. Thank you so Hi, much. Hi, Chia. I was just curious. I might have missed um, what you spoke of earlier, but is it really possible to do this hypno work with everyone or do you have to be very open to it? Do I, would I need to do something to prepare for that? It's such a great question. And I have so many episodes on that and I get that question all the time. So first, hypnosis is a natural state. You go under hypnosis every day before you fall asleep and just before you're totally up. So it's a natural state. Second, just like anything in the world, if you don't want it, nobody's going to force you into hypnosis. Nobody's going to bring you under hypnosis if this is not something that you want. That's mm -hmm. the uh, second important thing. But anybody can go. Not everybody go to the same depth, but the depth doesn't, um, doesn't uh, predict the results. Some people, I have a friend. She can broom her kitchen almost when we do the hypnosis. And I have people that just are so lost. They feel like they've, they were under drugs. Like it's really from <laughs> one to another and the results are all, always the same. So does that answer your question? Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love that question, Gia, because um, when I was in college, the hypnotherapist came in, you know, they used to do the shows and I got up on stage and he was starting to hypnotize us and my arm was raising, you know, I didn't realize it. And then people started laughing. So I snapped out of it. So I actually had to leave the stage because I couldn't be full on hypnotized on in that particular way. But I've done like um, past life regressions and I've done um, other hypnotherapy sessions. And I agree with Jenny Lynn's answer so much because it's how you work with it in your state. And I find it extremely powerful actually. It's such a great, I love the way you explain that, Jenny Lynn. So I, I'm loving this topic and I'm really feeling like there's, I know you do group work, but I feel like there's more of a need of group work for people who are really wanting to get out there and get their voice out there, get their mission out there, get their work out there. There feels to me like there's a lot of beliefs where people are like, I can't do it because of whatever reason, like there's something here, Jenny Lynn, that I know you already do, but I want you to do it even more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do, have a, I do have a group program that's called Hypno360 where we visit the life pillars, right? Uh, and I have another one, which is Seasons of Life, but um, this, what, I, I, I'm, I'm listening to your antennas. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's antennas. great. So Gia, Emily and Sandy, if you're still on here, if you're okay, I would like to maybe add this to, because you guys ask such great questions. I'd like to add this to the podcast. I didn't say your last name, so let me know. And if you don't want it, it's okay. We're all about secrecy here in membership and protection and safety. But if you could give me a yes or no in the chat right now, that would be great. Thank you. Sandy's yes. Emily's yes. Thank I don't you. know if G is still on. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. Because I think this will benefit everybody from listening, especially all three of those questions were good and how you work yes. and also how to work with failure and success and whether you can be hypnotized or not. Really good. Great. Um, it seems like we're good. I love that everybody's still listening. And I hope that you, I, I, I'm really going to tell you guys, I know Jenny Lynn really well. She impresses me so much. She's so good at, at what I love about Jenny Lynn is 
like I said, there's no ego. She's always doing the work with herself and on herself. And that makes a great coach. That makes a great teacher. I was talking to my coaches in Soulfinder Academy the other day. And I said, the best teachers are the ones that are always learning. And I really can speak highly about her because I know her very well. I know her intentions, her integrity, her honesty, how much she cares, how passionate she is about what she does. Um, she's also very open-minded. Tell me if I'm wrong, Jenny Lynn, but I feel like you're open-minded in the terms of Yes, you have a, a way of working, but you meet people where they're at and you really work with them. Is that correct? Well, all the coaches that I've worked with and I'm still working with and all the people that I've worked with, I steal. I'm a stealer. Like I steal what they do for me and I bring it into my practice, right? So, so I've worked with so many people. Uh, so I kind of kind of was looking at how they were working with me and I had this. And yes, I do meet people where they are. And yeah. uh, we have fantastic transformations. I love that. And it's like an adaptation and everything too, because you're taking, like I said that to my coaches the other day, I was like, we were doing something. And I said, you take from the math class that you learned something. We did it in the social, you take it from acting class, writing class, art class, pet training, all of that. That's why I feel like there's something here for you to help people who are wanting to create a, a create. career and a business and stuff. It's good. Um, Heidi said, I did the course today and doing the list was a big wake up call for me and helped get me clear. The hypnosis following on from that set me up for the day and looking forward to the 21 day challenge. Is there a 21 day challenge in there? Thanks. It's been great. Thank you, Heidi, for sharing that. Is there a 21 day challenge in the class? You have to listen to the recording for 21 days. Yes. Yay. All right, guys, go do that class. <laughs> Jenny Lynn, what would you like to say to everyone? Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? You can all change if you want to. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. <laughs> it's so true. It's like make the choice and then you can change. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. A membership. Thanks, everybody. Do that class. And Jenny Lynn will do a QA with you guys later this month. And uh, Jenny Lynn, I love you. I love you too. And thank you. <laughs> and thank you so much, honey. Great job. And thanks everyone. We will talk soon. Bye, Bye. everybody. Thanks. So how was that? Did you enjoy it? I love Jenny Lynn. I've known Jenny Lynn very well. And I think she is phenomenal at what she does. And we only invite really incredible teachers into Membership for Your Soul. We're very, very picky because we like people who, um, well, picky in the sense that I like people that really want you to learn. Uh, they really feel that you have the capability to be magical beings yourself. They see you, they hear you, they feel you, they don't have ego, and they teach from their heart and soul, and they have an incredible expertise. So if you're interested in learning more about our teachers and Membership for Your Soul, go to membershipforyoursoul.com. I believe you can go to Join Soul too, but maybe not. So just go to membershipforyoursoul.com. Not going to edit that out. If they want to edit that out, they can edit that out, whatever. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in membership and playing with you. It's a really a great program we do. There's so many live components to that program, not only with me. I definitely do readings and I interview the expert teachers in there, but um, our, our members have been with us for years and they will run a lot of circles and um, practice circles, group readings. Um, and they do it from their heart and soul. It's really a very supportive place. And people that go on those calls, those reading circles, they're like, 
they're petrified, right? Imagine the first time you're going to go on one and you're going to do a reading and for others and they're so scared, but it's such a loving community. They go and then they're blown away by their own capabilities. So if you're thinking about joining us, go to membershipforyoursoul.com and I look forward to seeing you there. Have a great day or night whenever you're listening. Bye.